0: Now it's my pleasure to welcome Charlotte to Major League Soccer as our 30th team. And now your new owner, David Tepper.
1: Charlotte. You ready to party? Yeah. Please join me in welcoming Charlotte Football Club's first head coach, Miguel Angel one Buenos dias. In the
0: 2022
1: MLS Super Draft, presented by
0: Adidas, Charlotte FC selects from the University of Maryland
1: Generation Adidas, Ben Bender.
0: Bienvenido, benvenuti, and welcome to the Charlotte FC podcast. On this episode, we talk with Charlotte sports fanatic Sombrero Man, also known as Hector Cortez. Hector is a chant leader at Charlotte FC matches, as well as ticket holder and regular for the Hornets games. When he is not attending sporting events, he is an engineering teacher at York Prep Academy in Rock Hill. I talk with him about how the legend of Sombrero Man started, the rise of Charlotte FC, his Mexican roots, and more. All right. Well, welcome, Hector Cortez, a.k.a. Sombrero Man. How are you doing?
1: Good, good. Thank you. How about you?
0: Ah, Doing well. Doing well. It's a great day. So uh, glad you're here. So what I kind of wanted to to find out from you is, like, tell me how the legend of Sombrero (laughs) Man began. Like, what what was Uh, your pathway and, like, what has it gone to
1: now? It's actually – it started at a Hornets game. Um, I became a season ticket holder about – seven or eight years ago, maybe nine. I don't remember. It's been a while. And while going to the games, um, they had this uh, Noches NBA, which is Latino nights for NBA. And I don't know if you know this, but every time there's a Mexico team of soccer or any Mexico national team, we Mexicans like to show our pride, I guess. And we always show up with a Mexico hat or a Mexico flag. Or azarape, you know, that's that's the blanket that goes over your head and, you know, with the Mexico logo or anything like that. So anyways, for that particular night, it was my wife and I that went to that game and I decided to take the sombrero and, you know, just wearing it, not all the time. I was sitting on my seats and during breaks when they, you know, get you to get up and dance and stuff like that. I remember putting it on and starting dancing around and stuff like that. The camera panned onto me and I was on the jumbo train. And then people started going crazy because I guess I've never seen that sombrero in a right. public event like that, maybe. Right. So, you know, I started dancing, going crazy, hey, this and that. So that night happened like maybe twice or three times. So, anyways, the following game that I went to, I did not take the sombrero because I only thought it was just for Latino nights. Right. While I was walking through the concourse and the arena, people kind of recognize me. They're like, hey, I knew that guy that was dancing the wild with the sombrero. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, you should bring it every game because it was, it was kind of wild when, when they put you in camp. And from there, it just started. From that moment on, I started bringing it to every game and I haven't stopped ever since. Nice.
0: And, I, and what I've noticed is I, from the beginning was the sombrero just like, you know, just the sombrero. Right, right. Yeah. Or-
1: so it, it was a plain sombrero. You can see it right here on the inside. Yeah, it, yeah. The regular, like the one that you have. And I had it. I used to paint it with uh, permanent marker, and I right. put Los Hornos, and that's when it, where it all started. After a few years, people were like, "Oh, you should, you know, decorate it and paint it." I remember somebody told me. should get sponsors so they can put their their sponsor logo on
0: (laughs) right right right. and i'm like
1: if i put a sponsor people on the camera they're gonna be like we're not gonna put this guy on so um i decided just that i think the art teacher started the previous art teacher at my school because i'm a teacher i I work at a school uh she helped me paint it you know a a certain color and and that's when i started painting my hats you know now the the current uh, art teacher that i have i mean she's she was the art teacher back then but I didn't ask her to help me out with, with the sombreros. Now she's the one that helps me with my stuff, my sombreros. And, and so, she makes- So how many sombreros do awesome you have
0: to date now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I had some here. Look at this one. This is my latest. Oh, By the way, nice. oh, that's Ms. Price, she's the art teacher that made this one. So I have that. Like the
0: uh, uh, the Charlotte have, FC. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. And then I have this one. this one. Uh, the guys from Bring Back the Bus or the Crown Club now, yes. um, they made this for me so I can wear it for the Hornets mm-hmm. games. Nice. And then I have this one that I wear for the Panthers. Nice. When the Panthers went to uh, London, I, I took this one to London. Um, I have this one for Charlotte of I I don't know if you've seen it, that Mr. Tepper wore a couple times. And I have... a. a Three more, one for Winthrop, another one, the pointing tip for Fournets. Right. And you go to the Knights games that. too? Not yet. I'm, I'm working on that. I, <laughs> I want to take one to the Knights game for sure. You know, that
0: costs a lot of money to go to all these games.
1: I know. I know. It's it's a, That's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm holding kind of, you know, back. Because um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, right. I'm addicted to sports. So, yes.
0: Well, that's awesome. I yeah, I grew up loving sports. And I guess you did too. I grew up in Mexico. Yeah.
1: I, yes, I was born and raised in Mexico, in Guadalajara, where the tequila and the mariachi is from. And okay. uh, so I was born there and I came to the States when I was 14, 15 years old. Uh, we relocated to Los Angeles. We have a bunch of relatives in Los Angeles. So I grew up like in the Lakers, the Raiders, um, you know, all the LA teams. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, I got married and then my wife got the opportunity to get a scholarship to go to BYU. So we relocated to Utah for two years. I did not become a fan of the jazz or anything like that. I was watching basketball back then, but I couldn't go to the games and stuff like that until we relocated to Charlotte, and right. that's where I fell in love with the Hornets and well, the Bobcats back then because right. we got here in two thousand and six. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then you uh, you uh, you said you're also a teacher, so you. And you taught Spanish, but do you also teach engineering
1: now? Yes. So, my main course right now is engineering principles of engineering. So, what we do is I teach kids the differences between electrical, mechanical, civil engineering, and it's mostly just playing with Legos. It's a lot of Legos involved. Um, We build a lot of things with Lego. We have a lot of uh, free builds, so kids can use their imagination doing that. We do electrical circuits, we do basic coding. Uh, there's some Lego equipment that you can code and they're kind of like robots and yeah, yeah. yeah. they call it Lego EV3s and, and yeah. love that. Yeah, right? the, the, yeah,
0: the box, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Nice. And Spanish, I used to teach Spanish, but now we have a Spanish teacher at my school and she takes over the Spanish class, but I try to help out. Like when I see kids on the hallway, it's always trying to greet them in Spanish. If they are bilingual kids, I speak to them in Spanish. Uh, co-workers, we greet each other in Spanish. Buenos dias, luego, how are right. you? All that stuff.
0: Yeah. Right, immersion is is key yeah. to language yes. understanding, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, back to kind of the the sombrero man is is now has it become like is it still you or is it you playing a character at an event?
1: It's still me. I mean, it's, it's, it's what you get. It's you know when you meet me, I'm I'm like that at my house, <laughs> with my kids, with my students, you know, it's, it's me. It's just that I'm just a crazy fan with that Umbra, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how long have
0: you been? So have you been attending games as long as you've been living here? Is that kind of just always Pretty been much. part of your blood? Like
1: I, I need to be able to see games and. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it all started when I was a kid in Mexico. I remember my dad taking us to baseball games, uh, local baseball games in, in Guadalajara, which is Los Charros de Jalisco, which is the local baseball team. I remember my dad taking us to wrestling match. I used to love wrestling. Um, soccer games, Las Chivas, you know, I grew up watching Las Chivas, uh, Atlas, uh, Leones Negros de la UDG. So soccer teams in, in, in Mexico. And then when I relocated to the, to the States, to LA, I remember going to the Staples Center. I remember going watching the Dodgers, you know, I fell in love with the Dodgers. My nickname in, in Spanish is El Toro. Uh, Toro means bull. And it's also, I think my dad got the nickname from Fernando Valenzuela. You know, he used to be a pitcher for the Dodgers. And his nickname was El Toro Fernando Valenzuela. So that's where my, I guess, my nickname came from. Um, And that's the story that my dad told me, and I'm speaking to it. (laughs) That's awesome. And uh, I mean, I've been watching sports ever since, yeah.
0: So do you just attend the home games or do you try to make road trips?
1: How does that work? Um, lately with the Crown Club from the Hornets, that's when we started doing uh, road trips. The first one we went to was in Atlanta. I don't know if you've heard it all over social media. It was fantastic. And yeah. then the latest one with that we went with the Hornets was in New Orleans. We went to see the Pelicans against the, nice. the Hornets. Uh, for the Panthers, yes. We went to London for that one. Um Any other local, usually I'm so busy with my son playing soccer. He plays soccer too for Barca Academy. He's a a goalie. So we do a lot of travel with with that team. So I kind of cannot do those trips. I mean, it's maybe once or twice a year that I can do, that we can do trips because it's usually my wife and I, that go to those trips.
0: Right. And you want to be with family as much as possible, especially this is their time growing up. You don't get that again.
1: Right. That's the the one time that I'm going to get to see him. Luckily I was there for my son's. My son's first uh, varsity starting game—it it, it was phenomenal. Nice. So yeah, I had to miss the, the Hornets game, but I mean, it was it was fantastic watching my son <laughs> be a starter for his varsity team. And he's only 15, so he's a freshman. So it's it's a big yeah. deal. I don't know if it's a big deal for him; he doesn't understand it yet. But for me, I was I was in heaven.
0: Yeah. Nice. Did you did you play sports? It seems like you big into. I did you're a player too.
1: Growing up, I mean, I, I never pr- played like organized games. I mean, growing up in Mexico, you get a bunch of friends and let's go play soccer, dirt fields and stuff like that. We used to play baseball. Uh, I can pretty much play any sport. Um, I'm not good at it, but I can teach uh, it. <laughs> you enjoy it. From from ping pong to tennis to soccer to you name it. I, I played it before. Nice. So yeah, I love sports.
0: Awesome. Well, do you get any, uh, like, do the teams reach out to you separately? Have you had that now that kind of, you kind of have a little, yeah. little variety? Or are they reaching yeah. out to you Every, and say, hey, come to this event? Or, you know, we'll make sure you get up close type thing?
1: Or? Not necessarily to invited to events. It's mostly people that are connected to those events that will tell me, hey, did you hear about this? And I'm like, no. They're like, well, you want to come along? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I'll tag along. Sometimes the team will, you know, like the Hornets, they have this um, event for season ticket holders and they will reach out to me like, Hey, we have this. Um, do you want to come? And I'm like, Oh yeah, definitely. And now for the Charlotte FC, um, it, it, it's either the supporter groups that, you know, they communicate stuff to me and, and I'm usually involved with all of those. Also, I mean, the, they have reached out from, from Charlotte FC to do, you know, like the, um, not just to attend certain events and stuff like that, not private events or anything like
0: that. Right. Right. Or just come to be out there. It's come with like, right. Kind of come, you know, especially since that first game and so much media was pulled on there and you right on front with the smoke and everything like that was. That
1: happened. Dude, I swear to you, I am the luckiest guy ever. I'm always on the right spot at the right time. For some reason, I, I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. On that first game, I'm, I'm a couple, you know, I'm the one that leads the chance and stuff like that. And luckily, the first game, we had three stands. So my stand was the one in the middle that couldn't be set up until the T4 was coming down. Right. So I had to wait on the pitch until everything was done. So I was like, I met Steve Smith. I talked to Mr. Tepper. I was looking at the players. I saw them warm up. I mean, I was. It was. It was perfect for me. The other two couples had to be on the stands waiting, and and me, I I didn't. So yes, <laughs> it's awesome. amazing. It's amazing. And still no sponsors, right? No sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> whoever so wants to sponsor me, bring it. it. It's all good. Yeah, that'll be nice. But no, no sponsors yet or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not in it for the money. You know, it's it. Yeah, this yeah. is fun. This is just. Even I like to see anyway. people happy, makes me happy, and that's the most important thing. So uh, what are your thoughts about just the,
0: the Charlotte FC supporter frenzy that we're seeing? You know, this is pretty amazing.
1: Literally. Yes, we needed this here. That's what I've been telling people. Like, you know, they they always talk bad about soccer, and that's not the sport. And I'm like, guys, this is just in the States. In the States, we only care about baseball and football, and, and that's it. Um. Worldwide soccer, or we call it football. Right. Um, that's what we watch. That's what entertains us. And, and that's what we grow up watching. Um, and you guys are catching on to it because, you know, people were saying, you're not going to get the attendance and you're not going to get a lot of people to show up. And I'm like, guys, just just give it a try. You don't understand. And just give it a try to the supporter session. That's one of the reasons why I wanted that. It's, it's, it's a different thing just being sitting down and watching the game. And it's a different thing, cheering for your team for 90 minutes, nonstop. Right, It's right. amazing. No pauses.
0: It's just, and it's relied on you, like the flow of the game sometimes. Yes. It's just relied on how the supporters and how the people are cheering. Like, yes. And bad. we're just
1: getting started, trust me. A lot of people, maybe they don't know the chance. They don't know how to react to certain plays. And it's good. We we are learning. We are a young team, but we will get there. Oh, the last one that we got was the postman that – that Polish uh, down. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I was yeah. so happy that a lot of people got on board. Yeah, it's, it didn't take long for awesome. it to figure out. A couple no. couple tweets,
0: a couple videos, yes. next thing you know.
1: That's it, that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. It, all, it, all it takes is a bunch of people wanting to do the same thing and have fun and man, yeah. it's, it's great.
0: Shared experiences are awesome. Yes, I always talk about definitely. that when I was a teacher. Like that was the big thing. We want to have as many shared experiences together, whether we're building something, creating, or just right. pre- presenting something. You know, that was all collected together because some people don't even have that experience. So
1: having it right. together, it gives us community. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I mean, everybody coming together to do one thing, which is have fun and be happy. It's yes. we're we're in heaven. Where's so, that? Uh,
0: what are your thoughts personally about? About the team this year, and coach, and do you have favorite players?
1: I mean, the coach is, it's like the most down-to-earth guy that I've ever met. Between him and Borrego. I mean, I met Borrego, and we talked to each other just like I'm talking to you. And then, you know, Miguel Angel, the same thing. I mean, he's fantastic. He's a teacher. That's one of the things. He's like uh, us. Yes, a teacher. Yes. He's a teacher. Exactly. And what, what I have advantage over that is the language, being bilingual. So every time I talk to Miguel Angel, it's in Spanish Mm -hmm. and we have conversations and we talk and it's so cool that it's like just talking to you, talking to a friend and and the way we talk to each other. And I mean, I know he is one of the most powerful guys, you know, because he has the the power to control a team of the MLS. And I can't believe that I talk to him like, you know, like he's my friend. You know, like, dude, <laughs> right. we did it again, and we see each other at the, after the games, and oh, we. Oh, he hung, definitely feels like, that.
0: Oh, he definitely feels that too. Like he'll explain, yeah. he'll, he feels like everybody who's his friends. Like he'll go after, and like he is just so appreciative of everything he that's is. going
1: on. It's amazing. Definitely, he is, which I love. And then my favorite players. I mean, Kalina, he's amazing. You know, my son being a goalie, and I pay more attention to Kalina. Uh, Brian Barnicle, which he's one of the first one that. You know, we signed and I got to meet him. Uh, we have talked to each other. I mean, he's so down to earth, too. Um, Sweetersky, he is amazing. I've been watching him, you know, through YouTube videos and all that yeah. stuff. Um, the new kid, man, Ben Bender, he yeah. is amazing. I mean, I, I, I yeah, all of and them then, are my favorites. Corujo. Wait, wait till you
0: see, uh, uh excuse me, Camille. His yes. feet. Oh my gosh, you're going
1: to be like, we got we got somebody in there that can like outrun people. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I tell people right now. Like, oh, do we have a team? Do we not have a team? And I'm like, guys, it's it's you gotta give them time. They have to get to know each other. They have to know, you know, when to send the ball ahead of them or behind them or you know stuff like they gotta get to know each other. And we'll right. get there. Don't get desperate that we're gonna win every game. It's impossible. We're not. It's, it's we're not gonna get there. But right. it, it'll take time. And the way these guys are you know, loving the game and liking each other. Yeah. We cannot ask for more. This is fantastic. We have a fantastic team. Well,
0: do you have any interesting stories from from school, from your notoriety? Like, you know, now people, you know, know that you're the sombrero man. They might not have so, known that at school. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you're here, you're here, you're here.
1: It's funny because I don't share that much on, you know, my my persona i I would say with the students uh unless the students find out somehow um usually i teach middle school fifth grade through eighth grade so my fifth graders some of them they have no idea that i'm suburban the eighth graders on the other hand since they are very social media savvy they'll you know recognize me and stuff like that and oh we saw you on tv and then we saw you the things that you posted on instagram and stuff like that so, yeah, the eighth graders get involved more into my my social media. And, oh, did you talk to Melo? And did you see the coach? And, you know, I, they think that I'm best friends with all these people that I can call them up and, hey, show up at my school. Right, right I wish. I wish I had that power, but I, I don't. You, you uh, but as long as you. they believe it and they're happy about it, I'm all for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Right. So, yeah, I, was, I was talking to Melo. And she's busy right now because she's in Chino Hills. And, He can't come right now because, you know, he's so busy. So I play that card. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, before we go, we have a little uh, thing we do at the end of our show called Stoppage Time. And so what I do is just ask you some quick personal questions and you just kind of jot them out. So, Oh, uh, wow. All right.
1: It's Stoppage Time.
0: Favorite personal ritual.
1: Favorite personal ritual. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I have one. Uh, I like tequila, so <laughs> maybe I'll go arriba, abajo, al centro y para dentro. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one to, to go. Yeah, to, yeah, some
0: people don't realize, like, oh, gosh, I do that every day and don't even realize it, you know? Yeah, and now you're going to make me think about what I do. Yeah, like, that's, a, all right. that's all right. <laughs> we'll come back to that. All right. Favorite unplugged activity.
1: Favorite unplugged activity. Just being with no noise. Like, for instance, and this is super weird. When I go get a haircut and when I go to the dentist, I pass out. Literally, I will doze, doze off and fall asleep. Oh, wow. It's so relaxing to me, it's not even funny.
0: Oh, I, I definitely, I do that at the dentist. Like, I close my eyes and just kind of zone out because it's just. And I
1: and I give them, I, I warn them, like, listen, you might do it with a haircut, but I might go like this. So be careful because <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. It's nothing against you, but it's just relaxing. And the dentist, too, I'm like. I'm sorry if you ask me questions I'm not going to be able to answer. Just put that plastic wedge and, and <laughs> I may snore. I don't know. And, and I, those, are, those are the two places that I do that. All and right. it's very relaxing for me.
0: Oh, well, good. I'm glad you get that relaxed. <laughs> All right. Got go-to snack.
1: Go-to snack. Mm. Uh, beef jerky, I guess.
0: Yeah, Take I your flavors it. or just like regular?
1: Anything spicy. I love spicy food. Anything that I can put, like you know, it has that those pepper corn thingies, yeah, the seeds, yeah, anything spicy. I love spicy food. All right, uh,
0: this is going to impress you as a uh, oh Lord. engineer, <laughs> as an as an engineer teacher. Um, what design impresses you more, interiors or
1: exteriors? Ooh. I will say exteriors because every time we travel anywhere, I like to look at the buildings and the roads and the bridges or. So, I will say exterior. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, Do you find starting Mm -hmm. a project or finishing a project more gratifying?
1: Finishing a project. The starting, it's it's dreadful. I'm like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, But when it's done and finished and clean, you're like, oh, wow, I did that. You know, sometimes (laughs) I get my wife like, come and look, I did this. Because before I used to like mount TVs on the wall for Dish Network and stuff like that. So whenever you mount a TV and there's no cables and everything looks clean, and and I love that. Like, what? You know, it's <laughs> it's amazing. The finish, the finished product is the the one that I like the most. Finishing a project.
0: All right. And then last question: what recharges you?
1: What recharges me? Vacation time at the beach. We Any love beach? the beach. Do you have a beach? Um in Mexico, Manzanillo, where I grew up. Okay. I love it because. It's beautiful and yet is not very busy with tourism. Yes. So, Manzanillo. Oh, I gave how you the name, you back, it.
0: How often do you get back there?
1: Uh, we haven't been in for the COVID thing and all that stuff for the last two years, but we used to go like almost every year, every other year. You nice. Know, I can I
0: see
1: love family see family, we have a bunch of family in Manzanillo. So it's, uh, you know, you kill two birds with one stone. I go there for vacation with my kids and my family, and at the same time we hang with my family. We have dinners every night, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Hector Cortez, Sombrero Man. If anybody you. sees you at a Charlotte sporting event, make sure you come up and say hello. Yes, One definitely. The friendliest yes. guys I've met, and uh, <laughs> thank you. To, thank uh, you. sure to give you a good story too.
1: Thank you. Yes, definitely. Most, most definitely. Come. Can- Say hi. We'll take a picture. We'll say hello. We'll drink a beer. We'll talk about anything you guys want. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.
0: Hector seems to bring the party wherever he goes. I love his positivity and excitement surrounding sports. I also wish I had his budget for attending all these sporting events in Charlotte. You can follow the Sombrero Man on Twitter and Instagram at FKN. T O R O Charlotte FC podcast is hosted and produced by me, Nick Finelli. Please do us a favor and share this podcast with a friend or give us a five-star review. This helps others find our podcast. Until next time, go Crown Heads.